0: Hey guys, welcome back to Faith Fuels My Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Lauren McMill. This episode is a Bible study on chapter two of 1 John. If you haven't checked out my previous Bible studies, I do have my Bible studies and the study guides included on my Facebook group. It's called Faith Fuels My Fire, just like the name of this podcast. And I'll have the link in the show notes of this episode, but you can also just go on Facebook and type in the search bar, Faith Fuels My Fire, and request to be added in the group. Once you're added in the group, you'll see a tab that says Guides. Click on that tab and you'll see all of my previous Bible studies and the study guides included. Before we get into this Bible study, I did want to say a quick prayer. So if you would, please just close your eyes and pray with me. Lord, I pray that you lift up every single person listening to this right now. Please give us knowledge and understanding to know exactly what it is that we're reading and the wisdom to implement it in our daily lives. Holy Spirit, please guide us and help us to see the truth, know the truth, Discern the truth and live by the truth. And Lord, I pray that whatever it is that each person is supposed to receive from this Bible study, that they receive it and they implement it in their daily lives. I love you with every ounce of my being. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, now let's get into this Bible study. So I'm just going to start reading at verse 1. My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. If anybody does sin, we have one who speaks to the Father in our defense, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. All right, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verse 1, we are all sinners and we all make mistakes. If we have a relationship with Christ and we follow him, then that helps us to stand up under temptation and it makes us less likely to sin. But that doesn't mean that we are exempt from sin. Whenever we do sin, we have to acknowledge our guilt and ask for forgiveness. And Jesus will always forgive us. In verse 2, Jesus Christ died on the cross to forgive us of our sins so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life and heaven with him and God the Father. And verses 3 through 6. When someone truly knows God, they obey his commands and are fully submitted to his will. When someone doesn't obey God, they don't truly know him. It's different to know about God and to truly know God and to stay in constant relationship with him. Having love for God will show in our obedience to him. When we are obeying God and love him, then we will seek to live and have a heart like Jesus and follow Jesus and walk as Jesus did. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 7. Dear friends, I am not writing to you a new command, but an old one, which you have had since the beginning. This old command is the message you have seen in him and you, because the darkness is passing and the true light is already shining. Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates his brother is still in the darkness. Whoever loves his brother lives in the light, and there is nothing in him to make him stumble. But whoever hates his brother is in the darkness and walks around in the darkness. He does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded him. I write to you, dear children, because your sins have been forgiven on account of his name. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I write to you, dear children, because you have known the father. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God lives in you, and you have overcome the evil one. All right, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. In verses 7 through 11, the command that John was writing of here is both old and new. It was taught to the people their whole Christian lives but it was called the new commandment by Jesus in John chapter 13, verse 34, which I'm going to read with you guys here real quick. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. Jesus Christ showed a love that had never been seen before. He humbled himself and loved and served others, and we as believers of Jesus Christ have to do the same. In verse 8, the true light is Jesus Christ. And we see that in John chapter 1 verse 9, which I'm going to read with you guys here real quick. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. Darkness is sin and evil and corruption, but Jesus Christ is the true light. He's perfect and sinless and pure and full of mercy and grace and compassion. In verses 9 through 11, when we are in Jesus Christ, then we are full of love and have the fruit of the Spirit if we hate someone, then we are still living in the sinful nature and not by the fruit of the Spirit. In verse 10, when we live in Jesus and let the Holy Spirit guide us, then we will portray the fruit of the Spirit to others and love and serve others, and we will be able to stand firm in our faith. In verse 11, those who hate other people and walk around in darkness are deceived by the sinful nature and are consumed by hatred, evil, and corruption. In verse 12, his name is Jesus Christ. In verse 13, where he says, you have known him who is from the beginning. The one he's talking about here is Jesus Christ. And we see that in John chapter one, verse two, which I'm gonna read that with you guys here real quick. He was with God in the beginning. Jesus Christ is God the Son, and the evil one is Satan. And when we are saved, we have eternal life in heaven with Jesus and God the Father. And we cannot be controlled by Satan. And verse 13, when he says, because you have known the Father, the Father he's talking about here is God the Father. And also, they know his Son, Jesus Christ, because you can't truly know God the Father if you don't know and believe in Jesus Christ. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 15. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For everything in the world, the cravings of sinful man... The lust of his eyes and boasting of what he has and does comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but the man who does the will of God lives forever. All right, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verses 15 through 17, we have to stand firm in our faith and not give in to the temptation of this world. Loving this world and giving in to our worldly desires will only lead to destruction. As believers of Jesus Christ, this world is our temporary home. Our true home is in heaven with Jesus and God the Father. So we have to keep our hearts set on God and not on worldly things. This world is full of sin and corruption, and we have to keep our eyes on Jesus and be fully submitted to the will of God the Father. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 18. Dear children, this is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come. This is how we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. For if they belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and all of you know the truth. I do not write to you because you do not know the truth, but because you do know it, and because no lie comes from the truth. Who is the liar? It is the man who denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a man is the Antichrist. He denies the Father and the Son. No one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the Father also. See that what you have heard from the beginning remains in you. If it does, you also will remain in the Son and in the Father. And this is what he promised us, even eternal life. I am writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. As for you, the anointing you received from him remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in him. And now, dear children, continue in him so that when he appears, we may be confident and unashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone who does what is right has been born of him. Alright, so those are all the verses of chapter 2 of 1 John, but I'm going to discuss these verses with you guys here. In verses 18 through 19, whenever John says the last hour, the Lord's return can come at any time, so we have to stay prepared and look towards Jesus. And the word anti is opposite or instead of. So someone that is opposite of Jesus or instead of Jesus is the Antichrist. And verse 19, the people that John is talking about here is those who leave the fellowship of believers and they were never truly saved because if you're truly saved by Jesus Christ, you're not gonna leave and live a sinful life and be full of evil and corruption and deny Jesus Christ. And verses 20 through 23, these people that John is writing to are saved by Jesus. They have the Holy Spirit and they know Jesus Christ, which Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. In verse 22, if someone denies that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, our Savior, then the truth is not in him. And he denies God the Father also. What John says in verse 23 I'm going to go into John chapter 14, and I'm going to read verses 6 through 7 with you guys here. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. So, in these verses here, we see that Jesus is the only way to the Father. And you can't truly know God if you don't know Jesus Christ and you don't acknowledge Him and believe in Him. In verses 24 through 25, we have to stand firm in our faith, discern the truth, and not be deceived by worldly things and worldly people. And when we are saved, we have eternal life in heaven. In verses 26 through 27, This anointing that John is speaking of here is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And we have to let the Holy Spirit guide us and not be taught by worldly people. We have to let the Holy Spirit guide us into truth and guide us closer to Christ. In verses 28 through 29, we have to stand firm, follow Jesus, stay in constant relationship with him, and be prepared and ready for his return when he comes back for his people. So I'm going to end this Bible study with three takeaways that I want you guys to write down. Number one is, we have to seek to live and have a heart like Jesus. Number two is, we have to stand firm in our faith and not be deceived by this world. And number three is, we have to let the Holy Spirit guide us and show us truth. So that concludes this Bible study on chapter 2 of 1 John. Next week, we're going to go into chapter three, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And yeah, I love you guys so much. I will see you guys next time. Bye, guys.